1: On how they do it. Plumbuses. Everyone has a plumbus in
2: their home. First, they take the dinglebop and they smooth it out with a bunch of schleam. The schleam is then repurposed for later batches. They take the dinglebop and they push it through the grumbo where the fleeb is rubbed against it. It's important that the fleeb is rubbed because the flebe has all of the flebe juice. Then a shlamy shows up and he rubs it and spits on it. They cut the flebe. There's several hizzards in the way. The blamps rub against
1: the chumbles and the plubus and grumbo are shaved away. That leaves you with a regular old Plumbus. Uh, uh, Hey, Morty, uh, turn that shit off. This is the Hooniverse podcast. Uh, uh, It's a
0: serviceable Rick, I have to say.
1: I I spent uh, a road trip with Sam Nalvin. We were doing our Ricks back and forth to each other in the car.
0: that had to have been precious.
1: It was was pretty awesome, actually. This is episode 170 of the Hooniverse podcast and not the latest season of Rick and Morty. Sadly, uh, that's coming soon. And it'll be fantastic. And if you don't know what that was, well, you're missing out greatly. Yeah, Zach is here. I, I think our audience would largely get it. That's one of the greatest cartoons of all time already. Zach, you would very much appreciate. it.
2: I keep being told I would love it, and I don't even know where to watch it. Online. Because I'm old.
1: No, they have it on, I think both seasons are on Netflix. Both seasons are on Hulu. Oh, uh,
2: okay. Yeah.
0: It's somehow even crazier than – family guy
2: stuff okay i was oh, informed, no, it's, it's
1: like it's better humor yeah. too well it's it's dan Harmon. yeah okay so and justin roiland and uh it's fucking great it's amazing okay i can't wait for season uh, three if it's and that enough, was watching. from it um show us what you got yeah <laughs> uh so those are the voices of chris and zach what's up guys hi hey. You, How's it going? You brought a better car than I did. Mm. I did bring a better car. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. I, don't, uh, I brought a um, better car than both. Actually, it's about a bicycle. We can we can talk about it. I can reverse the Way order. Way to tease it, Jeff. I know. Because um, we were going to talk about the news, but then I said fuck the news because we have so many questions from you guys, which is actually fantastic and more fun than the news because there wasn't like that great of news this week, anyways. Um, so yes, Chris showed up in his trusty Fiesta ST. Yes, the Fister. The Fister, and I drove an Audi R eight. So.
2: That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, it's great. It's
2: a it's a classic Lamborghini. It's got so much space inside, which what? is like a boring. It's like a musto comment. But when I saw that car like a month ago, I was amazed how smart the interior. Well, I'm not amazed how he did a smart interior, but there's like storage all over the place. Like, yeah, the really clever use. They able to delete like the whole uh, center console. Yeah,
1: everything. that's right. Um, <laughs> see, he doesn't get it because he doesn't watch no. the show. um, but yeah, uh, yes, I'm surprised though, like. When you think German car, even R8s of older, I feel like there is more legroom in the last generation R8, but I could be wrong. Like I don't, I don't feel uncomfortable in the Huracan, and I don't feel uncomfortable in this R8, but I feel like I'm much closer to my comfort limit than I normally am, which is odd.
2: When's – have you – has your, have you grown? Has I grown? No, I has not grown. I have okay. not grown.
1: I'm more of a shower, less of a grower these days. Um, <laughs> no, I haven't grown <laughs> – um, but the R8 is fantastic. The funny thing is we were w- I was waiting for it to arrive, and my wife and I had to drive down to Lake Forest because we were going to see a condo. And I didn't want to just leave the, – have them drop the R8 off and just leave it out front with the keys under the but mat. then you
0: heard a noise, so you went outside.
1: No, I, kn- no, I knew they were coming. I said, you know, sweetie, just wait. They'll be here in a minute. They were there. We made it down to our appointment. But I showed up to look at a condo in a car that was pretty much near almost exactly half the asking price of the condo. Um, so that's always fun to show up and, and I and posted to, try it all- to haggle. Right, right. <laughs> Thankfully the other, the, um, the sellers aren't there and, and saw that you just walked through their, their house. The real
0: estate agent just thinks you're an asshole. No, she, the other real estate agent <laughs> wasn't there either. And the,
1: the, our real estate agent knows what I do and he actually drives an a seven. So he was actually pretty excited to see the R eight. Um, but it was funny because I posted on Twitter going to see a condo where the asking price is is or in a car where the asking price is half, and someone said, "Man, you must be looking at a really shitty place if you're driving your truck to uh, look at a." And I thought <laughs> that was really funny. That was a, that was a Bob yes, from Road. Yes, you're Track. you're
2: that buying in Arkansas, right?
1: Yes. Uh, I'm like, no, nah, the hoon truck's just used for devaluing property only, uh, which I actually should have done. But Let me just
2: say that I hope someone looks up the specs, or we should have of the legroom of the last one to this one. But I was just involved in a. A joint rant with somebody about the size of cars, how they keep growing, and many owners, you know, when they give you the survey after you own a car, like, what would you like? Like, I'd like a little more room. Fuck you. Buy a different car. right? Audi, please don't make the R8 any bigger for the next one. I'm just saying that right now.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I I mean I don't want the car to get bigger. It just feels tighter than I'm used to. Maybe there's a little bit more Lamborghini in its – like has creeped into its DNA a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I
2: saw I rode shotgun and I had tons of space in the front. I had like a big backpack under my legs and then I saw had room in front of it.
1: It was mostly the dead pedal that was bugging me. And I'm wearing flip-flops so my ankle was at a weird angle. So I'm, I'm, I'll wait and see how it was with sneakers. But it's it's primarily the dead pedal. That's really what it was. Okay. Uh, which you can totally live with. Um, I'll just slide my left foot under the brake and we'll be fine. Um, But the car is is brilliant. I mean, it's absolutely fucking brilliant. I haven't pushed this one hard, but I've driven one on a canyon road and pushed that one hard. It's the same fucking car in a different color,
2: Mm -hmm. and it was great.
1: But uh, it's an Audi. It understeers, bro. Uh, this one uh, does a pretty good do, uh, job of transferring the torque.
2: Who says that? Nobody says that. But not about the R8.
1: Not at the R8. I'm but, just saying. Okay. The old Audi. Oh, X yeah. Series. For sure. Well, when yeah. Cause a- I, um, when I shot the A4, the new A4, the chassis surprisingly brilliant. Uh, you know, It's got all the new shit inside the virtual cockpit. But the chassis, driving it around town, I thought the car was boring. When I drove it on a canyon road, it just kind of came alive with the drive select, putting it into dynamic. And it was much be- better than I thought. The engine still seems like it's way further out front than it needs to be. I'm um, not that I'm an engineer. It knows precisely. This is why there's no room. Um, but like it looked, you could even see at the back of the engine down to the top of the transmission. It seems like that's too much. There's more. a
0: reason why. Oh, I'm sure it's a, it, they want the legroom you were just asking right. about. There you go. That's why they do that yeah. because your average Audi buyer does not care that it understeers a bit. No, they want they the just leg- want the extra legroom because they're. And they want the
2: long wheelbase
0: because right. they're
2: in Beijing. You well, have, it's, yeah. st- it's also more stable. It's also better on the yeah. road. It's like longer wheelbase is better for everything. Yes. that's like, and not the long, long wheelbase which maybe you're referring to. Which I they, they do an
0: A6L I was L I was making China. a small people big car joke.
2: Oh, I, <laughs> yes. well, they just uh, want, I don't know. They just want that in Beijing because it's like the it's like buying Raptors there. It's just like I know. It's we a, have money. It, look at the it's biggest a stupid car. statement. I just find it the irony <laughs> of it. Yeah, it's true.
1: Um. The moving away from the R8, because it just arrived today, so we'll talk about it more next week. Um, the uh, I drove an F-Pace all this week. And is that F-Pace? I drove a face all this week. It's, I mean, it's a great, it's a great machine. Matt just really bought one, like didn't it. he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I love it. I d- drove it in Colorado on the first drive. I enjoyed it there. It's just as good as I remember. The back seat is a little bit tighter, but I wasn't using the back seat when I drove it in Colorado, the baby seat fits fine and get Sloan in and out. It's just, you, I wouldn't want to sit behind me as a passenger. It's a
0: car for families. Anyway, it's not yeah. for carting for executives around. It's for no carting your kids around.
1: Yeah. But still, but I mean, still though, carting the kids, I got to get the kid in and out of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, if your kids were a little bit bigger, it'd be better. Or if you don't have kids, um,
2: well, if your kid was eight. It's, I mean, it's, it, ideally,
1: it's the car for enthusiast, empty nesters. <laughs> like you're okay. now downsizing. Um, but uh, a funny thing is on the highway on the way back, because I drove it down to San Diego and back, a piece of the exterior trim on the A-pillar was, like, hanging off at one point. But I just kind of clipped it back into place, and I was like, all right, Jaguar build quality? Nope. They're they're much better now. I swear they're better now. Um yeah. And then the menu don't is believe the finicky as shit. Uh, the the actual infotainment menu, like I push something three times and it finally registers. That was Auto fantastic. manufacturer
0: gets center stack incorrect. That never happened. The
1: display looks nice. It's better than what Jag used to offer. I was just I don't remember having that issue. of The one I drove at launch, I was pressing the buttons a few times and it was getting frustrating because now you're taking your eyes away from the road. <laughs> like what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. here? Um, so that I'm curious actually i wonder if matt is experiencing any, uh, any he hasn't taken delivery of his yet i oh. think it shows up in like november because okay. he got
2: diesel with this color and in that interior oh nice and whatnot nice. so
1: yeah the car's great drove it to san diego the reason i drove it to san diego is to go to the coronado speed festival not specifically for this speed festival because i was there on a friday where all the shit goes down on saturday sunday uh i got a chance to drive the, the F type svr in a quick autocross session, and then a few laps out on the Speed Festival track. Wait, wasn't SVR Ford's old name That's for SVT? SVT? SVT.
0: SVO. Was it SV?
1: Okay. SVT. That's S-V-O. right, Special Vehicle Operations. Right. And then, yeah, and then yeah. yeah, SVR is uh, – so interesting. I didn't know this. There's going to be three pillars of the Jag Land Rover SV, Special Vehicle. There's going to be SVR. There's SV Autobiography, which is, you know, super luxury. There's a Range Rover SV Autobiography yep. that's like 200. Um, then there's going to be some – it's not out yet. There's something called SVX. And then there's the SVX
0: CSI Special Victims Unit. Yes. yes. Las Vegas.
1: Well, the SVX actually sounds massively interesting because it was described to me as imagine a cross between basically like Parry dakar raid truck in a Range Rover form for the street – like. The way they're going here sounds extremely like luxury,
2: intriguing. Luxury yeah Range kinda, Rover kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, right. Okay. This could be it's like a bowler wildcat but fancy.
1: Right. Yes. Yes. That's how weird. That Hopefully could they just let Bowler do the suspension yes, work. On I know. It. Hopefully they let Bowler do all of it. Except the their engines are fine. Well that
0: minus the cage on the inside of it. Well,
1: I mean, the M4 GTS has, like, the cage, right? And that's, like, a half cage. Well, but you still need the back seats in this
2: one. That'd be such a fun vehicle. I just – I hope there's enough people that can can afford it that then use it for fun and don't just drive it around and be like, look at this cool – you know, exuding this persona of a ruggedness but not actually using it.
1: It's the style of every vehicle I build in, like, a Forza Horizon-type game. I build it – I'll take anything – and then instead of lowering it, I slightly lift it and put off-road tires on it because I, I always go back to my dream car being uh, Dom's Pro 2 Charger. Mm-hmm. So I, I do that in almost every vehicle I build in Forza. <laughs> so, yeah, Range Rover, you already got it lifted, add big knobby tires, crazy damp suspension, um, and go nuts. Interesting. Very
2: interesting. interesting. Oh, you know who's going to buy a lot of that is the Middle East because they love to do uh, God like, yes sand dune shit. Yep. It'd mm-hmm. be the new Dubai. It'd be the new Nissan Patrol. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the SVR. Um, so, the idea with the SVR is that it's lighter, it's more powerful, it's got more aero. You know, all these things add up to good things. Uh, and the exhaust is actually angrier, it's yeah. like slightly angrier. Which is kind of amazing. And it's, it's real titanium, so it gets the cool blue Fast and Furious coloring on it. That's hilarious varieties. that they're going to the length of putting titanium exhaust on But time. this isn't like fake painted ones that people were doing from SEMA for a while. Oh, like no, no, it actually no, I get up that. And Yeah, I get that.
0: Loud. I just find it hilarious that in a 5,000-pound vehicle,
1: they're going with the titanium exhaust. Oh, no. This is the F-Type. Oh, this yeah, is yeah, the F-Type. Yeah, this is the okay. F-Type. SVR. No, no. This, I'm back to the F-Type now. Uh, so Lighter. More arrow, more power. I think it makes five seventy-five horse, and it drops if you get the full carbon package. It drops one hundred and ten pounds over the R, which isn't bad. I mean, it's like ditching a pad. It's not. It's still less weight is less weight. I wonder Um,
0: how well they're actually doing with these specialty models on the on the F types. It seems like, I mean, the F type is great, but. It has been outpaced by the competition in the last few years. I,
1: I think they never tried to keep up with the competition. That's the thing. I, I almost feel like they have a, an Aston Martin mindset where it's like it's, it's good looking, it's loud, it's fun. And, yeah, you're going to lose to a 911, but I can live with that.
2: Yeah, I agree because I, I don't think they, they, they know they can't beat 911 at that game. Right. But I, the well, they me, can't read any of their competition, really. Well, I mean, they're, yeah, their competition is more like the Vantage, you know, which is flawed absolutely. I would
0: say their closest competition is like the AMG GT, but that's a better car.
2: Cheaper car too, if I Oh, uh, I don't think right? so. No. Actually, no. What's the MG the, the Jag is oh, yeah, shocking. Like relatively
1: speaking, the Jag is shockingly cheap.
2: That's right. Um,
1: because, like, fully loaded SVR is like one twenty eight or something like that. And and then you know what? You don't need the carbon ceramic, so you save twelve thousand um, dollars.
2: What?
1: I thought the F-type maybe it Coup starts R at one twenty five. No, the, yeah, I think the SVR starts at one twenty five. Did you some,
2: have the? Uh, because when, when we had one, we had a convertible with the wing on the back. Does not look good. I had a uh, coupe. It looks better. Okay, it and must, it's active. It better. It's active. The yeah. one, on the, the one on the convertible is fixed. Really? And it's not because the one on the
1: coupe looks fixed, but it isn't. Well, it's got nowhere to go. Oh, it's
2: angled up and down a little bit. Okay. Um, so,
1: but the so on autocross, you know, an autocross is an autocross. It's fine. when around the course. The the full course. I did I rode one lap in shotgun with one of their instructors where we did like 3 quarters of it because we had to pit in before you get to the last few corners to go back around. And it's on an airbase. It's on a naval air station, an active naval air station, mm-hmm. which is actually pretty cool, like tons of helicopters taking off in the background. But the but driving on an airfield, if you're just going straight, it's cool. You just mark your braking zone because, you know, the visual distance gets odd, but An actual course, like an actual high-speed course laid out on an airfield is fucking really hard because you can't see where the hell you're going, and you're setting up for these corners, and it's, like, kind of a fast Well, it's like, yeah, it's it's flat and then more flat. Yeah, it's flat. It's flat. Exactly. There's no, like, oh, there's banking into that corner, and I can see, and it's clearly delineated, and there's different lines because it's an airfield, and there's different surfaces. So I'm out there, and, like, I did my – like, I went out. I had basically three laps. And I tried to use the first one as a scouting, but I'm also trying to talk to camera a little bit, and and so I'm just taking that one. And the first lap is just like I'm all over the place. I, I and the, the instructor was funny because he's kind of like pointing. Like he, I said, he can talk, just interrupt me if I'm. He's like, I'll I'll tell you if we're about to crash or if I need you to break more. I'm like, that's that's perfect. And you can see him pointing a little bit, like get over a little bit more and this and that. The second lap started putting it together, went a little bit faster, but just like it's it wasn't a great place to evaluate the SVR. Um, and Jack knows that they wanted to give us a taste. We'll get the car again at a later date. But it was cool that it's actually louder, which is because the RA is already crazy loud. The gearbox is still good. It's that ZF eight speed, which everybody loves pretty much. More power in an F type, and it's super rear biased for an all wheel drive system. Like, that I, was going to be the next question.
0: Did yeah. they keep the all wheel drive on this one?
1: Yes, yes. Okay. But it's. I think it's even more biased. Like it, it biases even heavily, more heavily rear. I wonder if people are yanking the all wheel drive setups out of those. I doubt it. I, if somebody who buys that doesn't care. That
2: eventually someone will. Like yeah. a SEMA the, you know, car will like no I
0: yeah. Well people I, I do I it with nine eleven turbos.
2: Yeah, but the people that do that are BBI and the car is third. You know, the eight car's years on its old. third, like, third like, owner. Yeah. 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 I mean so, so someone could do it for sure. It would you but you need an engineer to crack it and like and then deal with any possible transmission problems with computers going I hey, think with that, the
0: other wheels. That first year there was or was it the first two years that were rear wheel drive? Yeah, yeah. Uh, F Type R. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, I loved that's it. those. The are,
2: that's the collector
0: one. Totally. So
1: I drove the the the, the, the F Type R <clears throat> like maybe half a year ago. Um, the F Type R all wheel drive, and it was spitting out a little bit. The weather wasn't great, but I came into that car expecting to be like, this is gonna be this is gonna be a bummer. It's gonna neuter it. I was getting that car, and granted, it was a little bit wet out. But even if it was dry, it wouldn't have mattered. Getting it sideways, um, like it it still loves to play now. The coupe version, uh, you know, the prior rear-wheel drive one, you could just sit there in a brake stand all day like a hooligan, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, The all-wheel drive system is so heavily rear-biased. It it really doesn't sap the fun. It's like shockingly, shockingly entertaining all-wheel drive system. It
0: just bothers me that they didn't leave it as an option because they'd already done the work. All they would have had to do was just, like, well, we'll just keep getting the supplier to give us those parts. Yeah. yeah I don't or maybe know. they had
2: to change, like, a subframe order, and they sell so few that they can't do yeah. both. Maybe there were certain
1: – And certain segments of the country were like, ah, oh, I can't buy that, you know, people because people get afraid. Well,
0: I think they were probably worried about their fucking owners killing themselves Them.
1: Well, also, but also they are missing out on, like, New England, and New England loves Jaguars. And, like, this could open it up a little bit more. Yeah, uh, but I, you're not oh, – If course. you
0: can drive that – If you can afford that car, you're not driving that in inclement weather in New England.
1: Sure, sure. But that's, now you can.
0: That's where you have. You're your right, your Range Rover.
1: Yeah. 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 Totally.
2: Well, but there's a lot. Of, I mean, there's people that can only affo- afford like a C4S, and then you know those poor then, people. there. No. no, But like they, <laughs> they. I've seen plenty of houses that have like a Porsche, and then like a normal sedan. They don't have a Porsche yeah. and a Range Rover. So I, I would think there literally is this is way, a, a, if I had to LA. deal
0: with shit weather and, it was a Porsche or a Jaguar, Porsche all day long. No, I
2: know, it. and that's of course like that's why the sales of Porsche are much better. I think. Yeah. Jaguar knew that they were slipping and they were like, well, the all wheel drive, like there's people that live in places that it's, but it also, rains a little bit or whatever. And they're, they're also at might... a
1: place right now where they don't have to care as much because so last year at this time, Jaguar sold like 1500 cars for this month last year with the F pace, this, this, so that was 2015 last year for a month, they sold 1500 cars this month or or this prior month in 2016 they sold 1600 f paces so things are good right now that the cars do that is doing exactly what they want and that's not even counting what the xe could do so like those two are going to lift it up so much where they're going to be able to give us like the svx's and svr's yeah, no sure. i
0: get it i mean it's an important thing and it's yeah. what's, that is what bailed porsche out from mm-hmm, going exactly. under right, right. Uh, it's just depressing that the market is driven by fucking crossovers
2: Yes, it is. It's huge. Danielle wrote a good article about that. It's just it's where it's going. It's crazy. It's controlling everything.
0: Well, it's everybody that's convinced themselves that it's not a station wagon, even though it is a station wagon. We
2: bought one. It was just
1: it happened to fit in our price range. It worked, and and, but I always I said if Mazda had the Mazda Six wagon here in the U.S., I would have bought that. Bought that instead, no question. Yeah. And I had I we looked at a used. TSX or T, whatever the wag the Acura wagon like briefly, but it had high mileage because um, that's mm-hmm. kind of a unicorn car that's already come and gone, um, and I still think it looks pretty good too. But mm-hmm. the the, mm-hmm. the price on the CX five was perfect. It it drives really nice for what it is. Well, there's nothing
0: wrong with that car. But, but
1: I agree with you. It's, I would have got a wagon.
0: Everybody's convinced themselves it's not a wagon because wagons quote unquote aren't cool. And I'm like, well, what's cool about what is a glorified minivan with a different, slightly different
2: front end on it? Because it because in people's brains, it's an SUV, which is close to a Jeep, which is close to the outdoors, and it's tough. Well, yeah.
0: this is where I fall back into my usual statement of people are dumb and I
2: hate them. People are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Right. Uh, Speaking just, of – Go ahead. Uh, F-Type SVR starts at 125. You are correct. Okay. Um, that is quite cheap considering when – I think when the F-Type R came out, the coupe was like 130.
1: That would, But that was like fully, fully loaded. That was a fully like it loaded started R. at 101.
0: That was the so – sh- that was i remember that car it was you and jack damon and that and the 911 and me and the fiesta behind you guys
2: yeah we an orange convertible
1: <laughs> i was
0: trying to follow you guys you're like yeah good luck
1: now speaking of people i'm gonna we're gonna jump into questions we're, we're diving in early because we got a shit a ton lot. of them and we're starting with all those facebook questions we didn't get to from last episode because oh, yeah. i saved them um so let's just dive right in um Cars and Cactus, what makes for a good manual shift? Oh, so we did we answer that one? There were some we answered to. I think we, I did, we did answer that one. Right, right. Um, uh, okay. Do all-season tires make better quality smoke than max performance summer rubber? I have no idea. Uh,
2: I think the better? softer the tire, usually the more smoke it makes because it, it literally burns up faster.
1: Yeah.
0: It's literally – it's going to depend on the manufacturer too. Yeah, I have, yeah, no, I, I have no
1: idea. It would be a fun test. Yeah, we should make that a if test. somebody would like
0: to loan us enough tires Dear
1: Michelin to... and BFG. Yeah. Um, OK, you guys should hit tire rack up and tell one? them to supply us with tires. Um, so this is one we didn't get to last time. Since Jim Gymkhana nine just dropped, how would you rank all nine least favorite to most epic? Can we count the ones we don't remember? Just pick just just I would say I, the one I, I didn't like was um, I didn't love Dubai. Like that one should have been cool. Yeah, I didn't either. It like it had some cool stuff. The the raptor on two wheels was pretty fucking sick.
2: But I would put Dubai and this most recent one tied for. Okay. See, I'd, I'd, I put I put
1: nine higher just because I love that it kind of went back to basics.
2: Uh. Ooh, so I like that, that
1: aspect of it. Well, Zach
0: and I were talking. I mean, we like, were talking about it on the show where we just talking about it in general. Where it's just like. They telegraph everything they're gonna be doing so you know what they're gonna do before they even do it
2: yeah I think it was after the show but yeah they, they they show a cone or they show the box and, you're, and you nowadays we know what he's gonna do and I, I wish they didn't do that right Cause like even if he's gonna do the same stunt just almost from like an edit an editing perspective you're just you're you're giving away the kill in the horror movie before it happens. Like, okay, yeah, there's a box of the cone. Oh, my God, Gee, wonder, the two teenagers
0: are in the hot tub alone. I wonder what will happen.
2: Right, it's, it's kind of like that. So I think uh, I'll, I'll agree with you, actually. Nine's better because of the back-to-basics and, like, the, the slide along the edge. Yeah. And, like, it was a little bit more raw. But it, I feel like it had the same problem. It had the same basic stunts that they've had for, like, the last six. Sure. And so that's kind of my issue with Well, that's years.
1: why San Francisco was amazing. I yeah. And yeah. L.A. was pretty awesome, too. I think yep. those two were both like because that it you know, unveiled the unicorn, unveiled the unicorn, yeah. um, th- th- doing the donuts under the bouncing low rider, the little OJ Simpson homage, uh, like
2: sliding around yeah. the donut building, and that was almost uh, also important to me because it was like this is you can watch him going from A to B oh, you to mean around Randy's down there. Randy's donuts, down, like yeah. he's going across the city, and, and even though it's stitched together, like the the U turn slide was awesome. Yes. Instead of past the door, past a cone. S- same driving also, maneuver, but like telling a story. Although, also,
1: down in the river when he dri- when he went past the that busted up Subaru, that, I, I, I thought it was, was funny sick.
0: the way that they cut it though, where they went from like Randy's Donuts to downtown immediately, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's a 35 minute drive.
2: Yep, <laughs> but but nobody watching other than us knows that. Well, right. if you
0: live in if you live out here, people are like, oh come on, right? And then yeah. San
1: Francisco was sick because just because it was like I think that was the first time he really went nuts in a, in a city. Plus yeah. the scale of like. Totally. Having to shut down. San Francisco is just a cool,
0: cool city to shoot in. It had so. the jump,
1: drift, turn in it too. Chinatown
2: and yeah. jumping the top. I mean, I've thought about that since I was a kid. Like right. cresting a San Francisco hill and landing on the downslope. Yeah. Like get out of here! I saw. it was so. Stoked. If
0: you've never driven in San Francisco, you don't have any idea just how nuts that is. It's very steep. That is like if you do that, you're you are going like I'm going to die.
2: You you have to get it perfect. If you overshoot it. I mean, you're nose diving, what 200 feet down a very steep hill, and you're going to continue. It's gonna I be mean,
0: bad. it could be the slightest bit of, just to give you an idea, the slightest bit of moisture, and it's hard to stop on those hills. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. You would never ever skateboard down any hill <laughs> San Francisco. Although they're people so have so fucking steep. But it's,
0: I mean, those hills are just fucking hard to walk up. Yeah, sometimes. they're
2: very steep.
1: Um, Chris Collard asks if you had to make your own garage using only one manufacturer which automaker would you choose and what would be in your garage cover the basics family car slash SUV sports car truck maybe a track car one automaker
2: one automaker I forever would be Ford for sure uh, I, mean, I mean you cover some good Daytona basic. like Daytona Coupe and, and original Daytona Coupe and the Mustang original like Fastback Mustang cover my muscle car needs the Cobra's insane the Bronco is a is a timeless small suv that's rugged as, t- as shit the raptor i could jump over stuff it's like yeah, a pro yeah. truck they make their sedans are good like they. they just, i it, sat and thought about it like there's any e- the i mean it's an think. easy
0: answer if you answer either ford or, or chevy because it's like they hit the they tick the same boxes and they're so big and so old by default they've met all those that things.
2: that is yeah. true but chevy doesn't to me have an iconic Truck I like as much. They don't have a exotic. Right now, they've never made right an exotic. Now, Silverado owners are fucking screaming. Don't, yeah. The new Silverado, I do not care for. No, it, I know, but you know, it's a truck. People. I, yeah, I mean, like the Blazers is a good truck, but people like the flare on side, Ford and, Broncos flare is going side and Chevy
0: pickup. That's not a classic mm. truck to you?
2: Not at all. Not even a little bit. No.
0: No. 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 no? no. 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 Wow. Now, C ten C ten
2: owners. Fifties 50s, flared, uh, or sorry, fifties. Yeah, flare side pickup. I'm
0: talking like the R. C ten. Like seventies. I
2: mean, if I was going to go pick up Poncherello, and we're going to go hiking, and then maybe pick up a CHP bike and go down to the beach, and pick up some babes, like then I'm totally about yeah. it. But I'm not doing any of those things.
1: Are you you Chevy GM? <sighs> it's so boring.
0: Like both of those manufacturers are so boring. I mean, if you want to just be able to have the most variety,
2: you go with those guys. But what exotic car has Chevy ever made? Uh well, If I'll... you say, if you say, what's that Corvette? I, well I you can't specifically Luigi, the grand sport but
1: well the the current Z06 isn't like a hybrid. exactly it's not it's not <laughs> exotic leaving. it's not exotic but it 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 has exotic performance
2: agree with that statement thank you but i just i <laughs> took it as you can only own one manufacturer for the rest of your life and i'm like oh okay everyone wants a ferrari but not if you want to do anything else other than like, like, it, right. like I go said, fast.
0: It, the predictable option is either Ford or GM because they're gonna tick all those boxes.
1: Right. And I, I'd, I'd make a really dumb choice, but I'd probably go with um, Chrysler just so I could get my Charger.
0: You're getting close there with almost all the boxes checked. No, too. it's the
1: same thing, yeah. Because then you still have like, if you want a Viper, if Audi's a pretty good a Hellcat. One. Like I mean, a Audi's one. Audi's is yeah. definitely one I was thinking it's of on one there one.
2: too, or BMW. Audi. i mean Audi. i
1: there's you could go to i mean you could go to mercedes too because like i'd throw a fucking unimog in there at some point and it's <laughs> true you know you like a an 63 wagon for that matter
0: people have off-roaded cayenne's yeah yes. they do a good job i like the swiss were using them for like emergency vehicles for a while because yeah. they could beat the shit well, they out have and the trans-siberia package too the 918 yeah that's which was an off-road vehicle originally
2: well, I mean, I mean, if you if you chose Porsche, you get the Cayenne for off road, and you get a nine eighteen, which is sick. So it's an, you, get your, you get your hybrid <laughs> yeah. car. I was um, thinking
0: not the nine one eight, but so the, it's, yeah.
1: it's 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 tougher question than you initially think. Yeah. But but the greatest span of cars is probably going to be one of the big three American companies. Though I think I think I mean Ford's a pretty good choice.
2: I think you can make a, str- a strong. I don't. To me, it's it's about the breadth of options. But I could probably be happy with Audi or Porsche.
1: Right yeah yeah you could be happy there for sure i mean you, you definitely could um, Mercedes
0: is a very good option though too, because outside of the North American market, they've got a lot of variety and shit that they've built, yeah. and you get goings and they got all and the trucks, goings. their trucks are really cool, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's tons of shit. Sprinter Damn. to move. The p- so it's hard question, Chris. Damn you. Uh, Chris Cavalieri. What car or truck do you guys think will become the, lex- the next late model car to appreciate in value like Porsche? Also, what vehicles would you personally choose to receive the icon Jonathan Ward treatment? Uh, next late model car to appreciate in value like Porsche? Oof, that's a tough one.
2: It's already happening with BMW
1: yeah but I don't think to that extent that Porsche is seeing oh it, it won't it's um, just they're, they're I mean trying. I can't think of one that would do that I'm trying I mean I'm racking my brain right now I don't I just I can't like see. maybe
0: maybe stis 30 years from now Ugh,
1: not like Porsche though not like I mean what they're doing right now is fucking crazy like Ferrari I get it even though it's still stupid like 30 forty 50 million dollar cars. That's crazy. Porsche's going okay. 70s Porsche is uh, going for a million dollars. Are we dollars? talking did he say modern? He said late model. So so he, he, so Nissan I think Nissan? Nissan like Z what, cars GTRs and oh Z cars. Well, yes, okay. So I was thinking in my head Z cars head,
0: R32s. That's think, the closest, yeah. but
1: that's the closest, but they won't ever climb to insane Porsche. I wouldn't levels. say never on those. Oh, I wouldn't say never, but it's not going to happen soon.
2: I agree. I think the thing I don't like about 911s is exactly what's helping them is that they all look the same-ish. Yeah. So they all get pulled up under the same iconic. That, and there's a lot of balloon. very
0: mediocre cars in the 911 range that people are putting inflated values on.
2: Right, because those cars look similar they're enough same. to the awesome RS cars and you can put RS stuff on them and they're also reliable. Like I think the yeah. Nissan R, you know, the GTR argument is strong like when when 34s are legal here and then Everyone can buy an R thirty two three four. Like those will probably all collectively rise.
1: Yeah, but they will. And but like but, but they still, won't. That's the, the thing. They won't be. It's the numbers that are. Yeah. I can't. And see the volume. Them. I mean, the yeah. number.
2: volume of nine eleven sold for forty years is crazy. So like
1: I, I've always been. I've been preaching for years now that if you haven't bought a two forty Z yet, you're just about to miss the boat. Like they're about to start this like clean unmolested two forty Z. Although I,
0: I the two sixty is so close, I'd
1: say that yeah, even, but it's a piece of shit. I don't like the two sixty. That's mean to two sixties. They're very much the same thing. It's actually got a little bit bigger engine, but I like the original two forty. Yeah. So I was well, mean a, of two sixties. I've looked at it. Because I've
0: looked at those cars in the past and I'm like, I, and that'd be a really cool resto mod car. But I'm like, well, why buy the two forty and buy the two sixty?
1: Well, you you're you're gonna get the, the better deal, no question. Yeah.
0: It it looks almost identical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um
1: but but I'm trying to think like what if you could picture the most expensive two forty right now. What is it? Like maybe 60 for like the cleanest ever?
0: I think 240 SXs are going to go way up because they're just all being trashed.
1: Yeah, but those, I mean, if you paid 30 for one of those, you're a fucking lunatic. Yeah, they're they're just not. not, Because I'm thinking like crazy, you know. They do drive
2: nice. but— What about like.
1: Like Supras?
2: Oh, yeah, but Supras are already. If you find a Turbo Coupe Super right now with a mail that's not molested to hell, it's 80,000 bucks. That's nuts. Like they. It'll it, then keep I have going. to
1: bring it back to my own argument. It, I mean, it'll never hit a million dollars.
2: Supra, and the, if except maybe forty bucks. years
1: from now, that then, then it might. I wouldn't.
0: After what we've seen with the stupid nine eleven market, I would never say never. I would on never this say never. Now, that's a good point. I would Just never because say never. Crazy shit gets a bubble going around it, and yeah. then somebody goes, "I want the best." Yeah, right. I'm an idiot. I'll pay two point four million for right, that. exactly. Yeah. No, that's a that's good point. True.
1: To his other, the second part of Chris's question: What vehicle would you personally choose to receive the icon? Uh, treatment. I did love that the guy who did the caprice. That's fucking like, kudos to that like
2: dude. Like any year vehicle? I, it just says
1: what vehicle would you personally choose? Like if you were like I want a Jonathan Ward done vehicle. Like what would you do?
0: Keeping with the theme of kind of like not super expensive well, cars done nice sir.
1: Yeah, well, or, or also like he does a bunch of different things. He does, you know, the his the the off-road stuff. Yeah. which is like the singer of of or maybe and the then there's derelicts. Of, the derelicts. The, see, that's the other side of it. I'm thinking the yeah. derelicts and the uh, there's a, there's some other named stuff he does that I can't think of right now. But I mean, there's I mean, I'd like to say my wagon, but
0: um, I think
1: an, an icon Grand National would be really cool. Ooh, that could be kind of cool. Um,
0: boat tail Riviera. Okay. I'd counter that with a first gen Riviera. I think the boat tails. Uh, Talking about like sixty three like 66 yeah. oh, kind of. the with the flip with around the flip. headlights, yeah, yeah. With the stack lights.
1: Um, it might be cool to do like a like a Screaming Chicken with his icon treatment. That'd be kind of cool. It'd
2: it be fun. Have. I'm not a huge fan of the Screaming Chicken. No, lines I, or anything in general. It'd be cool but car I to dig around. around. Sit you know, it'd be really RD.
0: good though. But it is of the same body. Is an early an early second gen Camaro, the one with the steel bumpers. Yeah, done done by John Ward. That mm-hmm. could be a very
2: those nice are good car. looking cars when they're done well. Or, or be I've like, so like here's like a
1: Model though. T, and and it'll have like you know like billet pieces done. It'd be really That'd weird be to see what he would do. Like I'm gonna replace the wood with uh, a steam- carbon fiber resin. I mean, or a, just, him
0: do a steampunk Model T. Yeah, that would be kind of. Cool. There
1: be, I mean, he, he, his his and his team's skill level and what they think of is pretty good. So I mean, almost anything. That Caprice was just. They could do. I, imagine them doing a Prius like they'd fucking hate it but then if they thought about it and let their minds think of some wacky shit to do with it like obviously they'd have an LS3 in it but that's um, true. but then just like a sleeper I don't even, they could make a Prius fucking insanely rad so I don't know there's a lot of cars you know what I'll go back to? C10 pickup done by them that would I'd love that that'd be amazing I think that'd be that's really cool flareside C10 yeah. pickup yeah that's a good looking truck that would be cool um Craig on McBride, spy shots this week of the supposed mid engine Corvette. My question to you is how many consecutive years has it been that GM has been definitely releasing a mid engine vet? I'll believe this when I see the first one roll off the lot. Well, I've been burned too many times before, and they say the, the mid engine vet is real. Does Chevrolet kill if the mid engine vet is real, does that kill off the front rear Corvette layout completely? Yes, you it does. So? It absolutely yeah.
0: does. I, I'm so tired of these idiots on the internet going, Well, it's more expensive to produce a mid engine car. No, it's not. You're just shifting the placement of the engine. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. When you're at a scale of General Motors, it doesn't matter where you put the engine. It's a fixed cost. Um, the, the only reason that they might keep that around for another couple of years is just to, once again, amortize the cost and kind of – get more out of that original yeah they'll
2: have like the last generation they'll have a bunch of special editions they
1: would have so many special editions (laughs) Uh, but yeah the,
0: the front engine Corvette's gonna die and that's fine because the Camaro replaces it the Camaro will be their performance front engine rear wheel drive car
1: Ken Doherty Jr. asks, why hasn't Tesla built a pickup truck? In the battle for torque, doesn't electric always win? There's plenty of room for batteries and still space left for most normal truck owners. It's a win-win efficiency and power. Whoever builds the first mass market electric electric truck will rake everyone over the coals. Uh, I just don't think that their current segment demographic needs one. I could see them partnering with someone by giving them yeah. the tech. Be yep. like, here, throw these Which in a Which they've done with other people already. Actually, just go to EV West and get – the raddest electric truck. I rode in uh, the guy who owns EV West, his uh, Volkswagen double cab pickup truck mm-hmm. with t- basically Tesla Model S batteries. He, I think he can drive to either uh, L.A. and back or Vegas and back, like something crazy. Like he has crazy range on it. It has shitloads of power. It looks bitchin', you know, Vol- Volkswagen old school truck. So just go to EV West if you want. Now, mass market is different. You yeah, they won't market, do it just
0: because but. they're a luxury auto manufacturer. Yeah. So They don't want to be in the truck game. But
1: if they partnered with someone, I could see that. Like, Mm -hmm. here's our tech. You build it. I
0: bet you they end up partnering with, like, Nissan.
1: Toyota? Maybe Toyota. No, here's why they won't do it
0: with Toyota. (laughs) It's because Toyota already has all their own electrics. Nissan, I believe, didn't they build the battery packs for the Leafs?
1: I don't think so. Or were
0: those for the smart cars that had the Tesla
1: i have no idea no, but no. i think i don't think they did leave, the leaves
2: is i think you know the people when people ask these questions you can help them look at the answer which is like think of the market like you guys said like the yeah. market t- for for new technology if you can get the rich people then it will be one of the only things that trickles down because they have the interest and the, your average rich person doesn't need a pickup truck to move anything if and, they, and if they if they do for glamis or something like then they have a real truck but then it's Workers like workers with pickup trucks probably travel farther every day than most people in electric cars. So they want the range and they need lots of durability and lots of payload. So, you know, when the battery batteries. gets
1: there as a fleet manager, it would make a lot
0: of well, sense. Well, and there's also the uphill battle still of fighting the idiot Neanderthals that are just like get fucking electric gay. Give me yeah. my gas. That's true. You know, there's yeah. and unfortunately, that is a good segment of the truck buying population. That like are in protest of like that gay fucking Prius or whatever
2: the hell they're gonna say.
1: Yeah, hopefully cars like the V six Raptor will help slowly. Uh... Yeah,
2: we're we're at like the very very early stage of electric cars. Yeah, so just you got to think about that, and it will if, it will all eventually go there. It
0: will go right. commercial before it goes consumer. Yeah. Because oh, if you can yeah. make if you can make a compelling argument to businesses where they have well, no maintenance, the yeah. trucks run longer. Blah 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 blah. Autonomous then they'll be able to sell it. electric
1: semi trucks. I mean, it, it, again, no brainer. Interstates, yeah. they'll just be um, mail trucks. Yeah, yeah. Trucks mail not trucks, perfect. Yeah. Ryan Kelly, just out of curiosity, does anyone that does this podcast or TST have any automotive repair background? It seems like you, Jeff, try to do some of your stuff, but do the other guys work on their own cars? It seems like Matt doesn't really do much with his cars at all. I was kind of shocked on their last podcast when he didn't know the difference between calipers. I didn't hear – I didn't – I don't know. Well, and
2: Matt admits he's a shitty wrench. He no, no, and I, time. So just, I, I do the same thing. Too. This
1: just an idea would be kind of cool for you guys to do a podcast series going back to the basics, maybe explaining stuff to people that don't quite understand what the difference between some parts are on a car. Um, no, Matt doesn't wrench, um, and I only started wrenching when I got my truck to learn how to wrench. Uh, the guy who I co own Universe with is an amazing wrench. He is a biomedical engineer that also happens to wrench on cars, so he's fucking smart as hell and then applies that his that mind to cars. He's the one who handles our lemons car. He dailies a 64 Falcon. Um, and so, I mean, Tim can wrench the, the shit out of cars. Zach, you do some basic stuff, right? I
2: did some today. I took, I cleaned out my throttle body, which was super basic, but it was like, it was like, I'd never done it before, but follow the video right. online and take off five bolts. And it's one of those things. Like if you've, done some amount of shit like i did a lot, I did a lot of it in high school because i had an old car right so like you it's like there's a lot of problems so yeah. you have a lot of options or opportunities to practice and now it's even better because youtube simple. youtube helps because now there's like electronics and there's more things and you know, yeah. like i learned that one guy showed uh, a video you could clean the throttle body without taking it off and another guy who was like a ford tech was like yeah you could do that but if you forget to take your battery off uh, there's been stories of these motors snapping shut on people with the electronic throttle body and like breaking your finger. So he's like, I turn the thing off and take it off to clean. Yeah, so that's what I did.
0: There, sometimes it's really silly to try and save five minutes, right? When it's just like, well, I can do this the right way. Right? It, it was it
2: literally it was four bolts. It literally would be five minutes. Yeah, you know. So,
1: Chris, you wrench though on your uh,
2: side. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much comfortable doing anything other than
0: like big fabrication jobs. Right. Um, I've taken pretty much everything apart and hell Zach's been over at my house when my cars have been in pieces. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I, now I, I know on the other podcasts, uh, Bradley, he's doing the shocks right now on his Porsche Boxster project car. Mm-hmm. Jason has done some stuff, but I think his car, most of his cars have been built up. I think he can do some stuff though. Um, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a
0: military guy. So the, a lot of those guys pick that stuff out of necessity. too. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, um so,
1: there, I mean, there's some of us who wrench, for sure.
0: There's I take the stance on that if you've got patience and you can read directions, right, you can pretty much do it. Yeah. It's not difficult. It's I think the biggest thing is just having patience. Right. And the right tools, I'd say. Yes. That's, that's yeah. a huge thing. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, Rick Radcliffe would come over. He's like, all oh, right, you have this? I'd be like, no. He's like, oh, shit. That, so he's learned to bring yeah. stuff with him.
0: <laughs> I think that's the one of the biggest things I learned from when I was younger. Because, of course, when you're younger and you don't have money – you try to use – I mean, you can oftentimes go, this tool will do the job, but you'll hate your life for like, doing look, you, it. Like,
2: look, you don't have a flathead. You get vice grips. You get a nickel.
0: Boom. Solved. Yeah, exactly.
2: Right? Exactly.
0: Versus now the advent of like – and it used to be a thing where it was like I remember working on cars with my dad in like the 80s and the 90s, and it would be like, you don't have this tool. Well, you can't get it anywhere near here, so you make do. Mm-hmm. Well, now you jump on Amazon, and then you have it the next day. Yep so yeah
1: um, alright so now we're moving to fresh questions uh, that I put out the call for today we're going to start with the Patreon questions because like I always say they're better than you um, hashtag jail truck AO Jeff and crew I have a 1991 Nissan D21 with a disastrously slow Ka24 and a 3 speed auto I don't mind doing an engine swap since this is just a project truck I'm kinda what year was it? 91, I'm kind of making a mini muscle truck out of so here's my question do I keep it Nissan and go SR20 Turbo with a five-speed, or do I dump in a Chevy 350, made it to a 700 R4? The SR20 would be easier, and a mount kit probably already exists. But I already have most of the 350 block and has no internals, and can get the transmission for cheap. More work, but less money okay. overall.
0: What are your opinions? I basically own that truck. Yeah, I had I had a '94 Nissan hard body with nice. the K with the KA24. Um, I like the SR20 angle here, just because it kind of keeps. What it What does he want to do with it?
1: He'd make it like a mini muscle truck.
0: If you want to use it as a truck, put the V eight in it. If you want to use it as a, something to just go slide like around, a street in cruiser, and do yeah, I think burnouts. They're... Just I would. I don't even know that I would do the sr twenty. I just slap a turbo on the K motor until it explodes,
2: <laughs> um, because you can. Yeah, it's true. Cheap. A lot of people are doing that, but you have to be be realistic about how much power you want. Because there's people that put put the turbo on the K A. Yeah. And if they keep it at like, you know, two twenty, two fifty, like it'll be. Oh yeah, you'll be fine if you're reasonable. But if you but if you reach for the stars, you know, (laughs) you're gonna explode.
0: But the great thing is is that you can put a turbo on there for like a few hundred bucks. Right, it's true. You could do that and then have your fun with it, and then when you do blow it up, put a better motor in it.
2: True. And then you'll know if you want the S R twenty. Yeah. That's also a good point uh you know for me if it was a truck i don't know the v8's just like torque down low it's reliable all that stuff like just do it once yeah
1: i just like i just like the sr20 the idea of like an sr20 nissan hard body yeah yeah,
0: but if you put a 302 or a 350 in it and you need it to work all the time those will work i just wonder what
1: the weight difference is between the two engines like is that all of a sudden like tons of weight over the nose of that truck i
2: think the ka is super heavy so is it uh yeah it's all iron um
0: Versus, if you got a cheap like five point three liter LS, it's probably the same weight, if not lighter.
1: Huh. Um, question from Joel. While well, you look that up, new uh, the, there's a new the Grand Tour trailer dropped for the release date. Are you looking forward to watching? Uh, I am. I thought the pr- the production values of the trailer it was typical, beautiful, maybe even a little bit better, uh, top gear than we're used to seeing. Uh, some of the shots were. Well, they've got an Amazon budget, gorgeous. not a BBC oh, budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. budget so. Well, granted, though they they had a pretty nice budget at the bbc uh i think each episode was about a million dollars or something like that
0: yeah well i i can't remember the um what was his name the writer that we had on richard porter richard yes uh when we had him on i mean he was saying that they had to argue with the bbc on budget stuff all the time sure um so the fact that amazon and, and jeff bezos is fighting hard against netflix probably just went whatever you want
1: right yeah no, I, and I thought the trailer looked glorious. Each episode takes place in a different part of the world. I mean, it's going to be like the specials every episode, and the specials are some of the best Top Gear episodes. So uh, they're not the best, but they're some of the best. Um, so I think I, – I don't know. I'm looking forward to the Grand Tour. I'm a fan of If theirs.
0: anything, I mean, even if it's not great automotive, the writing will be funny.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're very funny people. Um, Joel has another question. Holden and Ford are about to stop production in Australia of cars like the Commodore, the Falcon, and the Territory. Which cars from the GM, Cadillac, Ford, and Lincoln range should these brands send us to replace these models? You guys are going to be bummed at the sudden lack of rear-wheel drive options. Well, no, V8, they'll get the rear-wheel Camaro, rear-wheel which is yeah, but but they like everything they have down there is uh, is V eight rear-wheel drive yeah. sedans and Utes and like say goodbye to all that shit. That's gone. they'll
0: probably get. Pickup trucks, yeah, And they'll probably basically just get the American lineup.
1: The they'll new Raptor, one, mm-hmm. the they'll, Raptor will be like the new Australian hero, oh even though it's going to cost like so big. it'll probably be like one hundred eighty thousand Australian dollars. Yeah. yeah,
2: it would be, which is kind of a bummer for them. I mean, that's the the price of their cars is going to go up a lot. Um, I, I believe they're getting the Taurus is going to be Ford's big push down there. They oh, yeah. if they get the, if there's a new Ranger, they would get that because the Raptor they would I definitely mean, get in the New Ranger. Zealand the Raptor takes up like all of the road. They would definitely get the... Uh, the Aussie's yeah. a little different. A little it's wider? A, it's a bit bigger. Uh, so the, it's, it's are they different countries?
1: Slightly. Oh.
2: Um, Kevin... Uh, the, the weight on the SR20, it's about 70 pounds lighter than K.A.
1: Interesting. But... Okay. Cool. Um... Kevin Schrage, GM's announced the range for the Bolt at 230 miles, and we're starting to see some reviews. It sounds like the Bolt is on schedule to be out before the end of the year. In theory, how can GM capitalize on having the Bolt out at least a year before the Model 3? In reality, how are they going to fuck it up? Um, That's actually hilarious.
0: I I actually would be very surprised if they do fuck it up because the Volt has has sold reasonably well, and the reality of it is is GM's going to have a product in the market and Tesla isn't. Right. And there's going to be a limited number of the vouchers once Tesla hits the market. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot of people who are going to want a cheap electric car.
1: Yeah, it's going to be affordable um, by all accounts. It's just, I mean, it's just a car that Mm -hmm. happens to have great electric range. And that's all you can ask for from a mass market electric vehicle. And most
0: people want just a car. That's why the Corolla has sold so well for so long. And
2: it's, like the Bolt is built by a large company, obviously with a giant history. And the Tesla Model X has, has had a lot of little problems with the doors and whatnot. So I think if you're. Well, the sure GM will be basic, and, that, and that's
0: what's going to help yeah, it.
2: Right. It, it, everyone, I, would, I would totally feel more comfortable buying a Bolt than a Model 3. That's Plus, what, I love the basic company. fact that you'll yeah. be able to. Uh, that, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: A product in the market beats no product in the market. Yes, exactly. And, and I repeat once again, the Volt was a very good car. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with I that. Like that car a
1: lot. Volt was great, and the new one I think is actually kind of a good-looking sedan. I don't love the looks of the new one, but by all accounts, it's even better than the you know the as it should be. A new generation car should be better. So I mean. I've heard I haven't driven it because I have nowhere to plug cars in where I live right now. Yeah, um, and that actually buzzes me out because I, I was actually a big Volt fan. I, I love that car. If we had a place, a garage with a plug, I would consider it as a daily driver. Would you have considered if
0: you guys had had a place with a garage and, and an outlet? Would you have considered that
1: uh, rather than the me? current Gen Volt because they switched it back? It, it's a five seater now, right, instead of the dumb four seat layout.
2: I like that four seat thing. It was neat, but then I had neat. a kid. Yeah, and I,
1: yeah. Well, I think it's more of that. Yeah, it's <laughs> more of a conventional. <laughs> I think, it's a fi- I think it's a regular three-person backseat. Yeah. GM fucked your wife. Yeah, <laughs> hard. <coughs> um, Kevin Schrade, follow-up, Zach and Chris are correct. There is no socially acceptable reason to own an 80s Cadillac. It is a lemons project, so that's kind of the point. Yes. Um, that's funny. David, what is the car that sparked your – sp- smart that sparked your car enthusiasm as a kid TV show movie parent or neighbor's car Mine is the 68 bullet Mustang from the movie bullet uh, mine's easy I've always said this I, I didn't grow up with a like a car guy dad or anything like that yeah, so died. I didn't have a wrench outside uh, it's the Ferrari from Ferris Bueller that's the car that was like fuck cars are awesome
2: when but, did when, you see that movie I you... don't
1: remember oh, wow. I have no idea I don't even know when it came out um, in the 80s sometime obviously I'm going to say 85 as a guess for when Ferris Bueller came out um, but I love that uh, – yeah, it was that Ferrari. I mean it's like one of the most beautiful things I've seen, and it sounded amazing. I know it isn't a real Ferrari. I get that. That that car from the movie Ferris was sold as what it is re- like two years ago, and it got like 250000 at auction, which for what it is, it's, it's actually a really it. good deal. I think it's, um, actually, it's totally
2: worth it. What about you?
0: Uh, first one was Bigfoot because that was just awesome. Yeah. Uh
1: that's a good answer. And then
0: after that it was a very close tie between the my aunt's uh Corvettes and the nine
1: eleven remote control car I had. Huh.
0: I yeah. I always liked Corvettes and nine eleven since I was very little. So
1: also the another movie that came a little bit later was um it's um uh was it Cannonball Run? The one where the Lamborghini skips across the water. No, it's not Cannonball Run. It's the, it's the uh, other one that's like Cannonball Run that yes. came a little bit later.
0: It's the worst one.
1: Oh, yeah, but I find it entertaining. I fucking love that movie. Uh, um, not Need for Speed. or No, I know which one you're or, talking about.
0: It's 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 in that vein, but it's not quite.
1: I'm going to look it up right now because I have the interweb, and I'm going to tell you in two seconds. It's Well, this is – oh, Speed Zone.
2: Yes. Yeah. I never saw that, but I can tell by the name that I don't need to.
1: No, dude, you need to see it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then
0: Mythbusters tried to replicate it. They did. With
2: Fiero, I believe, with Nitrous.
1: Oh, really? That's kind of awesome. Well, um, what yes. about How about you, Zachariah? Uh,
2: I think, like Chris, it was a smattering. It was getting to shift my dad's Volvo and then Scout and then watching Bigfoot off-road truck and, like, having – I had a lot of vehicles. Bigfoot toys. was a big deal when Bigfoot. we were all
1: kids. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I had – He's the Hulk Hogan cars. of, of so, cars. Well, so it was the
0: first that. monster truck. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny now, because if you look at the very first Bigfoot, it's, it's no it's bigger than- It's as big a, as all the trucks in the Inland Empire. Yeah, it's it's like bro truck size.
2: Yeah. And yeah. The, well, then they, and then it grew once they figured out how to make it bigger. And then bigger they needed and they to got, switch the tractors. Do you remember cars, the one that they cars?
0: got to where it was just ridiculous where the yeah, wheels I think it was were Bigfoot like- Yeah, was Bigfoot 5. Yeah, the wheels were like 25 yeah, feet tall. I'm pretty
1: sure it's Bigfoot 5. Like, it was just- Like, that one didn't really crush cars. That one was just- Because the sidewalls, like, painted on and-
2: uh,
0: yeah, and it was like there was only like three or four feet between the front and
2: rear wheel. Yeah, oh. I'm looking. This is crazy. Okay, Oh what? I think it's five. It's, you're right. It's Bigfoot. <laughs> wow, look it's got Good it's way. got eight tires. It's, it's basically let me it's, see. Let
1: me see. Oh no, that's is that the one I'm thinking of? Maybe that's. Hold on, show me. Mean, I don't remember it having that. I just remember no, having a really No, no, no. That's wheels. a different
0: one. There was one that was a little later, I know in like exactly the early what you're '90s. Talking about. It was like almost the wheel yeah, was almost like all
1: that. white. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. With like no sidewall. I we're thinking of the same car. Yeah.
0: Of course, yeah, in comparison, like the sidewall was probably 18 inches tall.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It probably had tons <laughs> of sidewall. Um, that's funny. So there you go. Those are the it's, for me. It's the Ferrari, and then it's the smattering and Bigfoot and all that shit. Uh, Igor Gulevsky. Do you think with the push towards electric cars in the future that race events, such as the half-mile runway races, will be replaced with quarter-mile events due to the direct gearing and torque drop-off of electric vehicles, or that eventually we'll figure out transmissions for them and keep hauling ass on runways? Which goes to another point of, do you ever see the aftermarket getting as big for electric vehicles as it is now for internal combustion? To that last point, absolutely. Um, It
0: will... Here's, a, here's the answer that nobody's going to like, but it's the truth. CVT. Oh, yeah. When they can really get the CVTs dialed in to deal with that much torque, right. it's the perfect transmission for an electric motor. No,
1: absolutely. You're t- totally right. Um, so. I mean, the whole idea of a CVT is to provide power across the whole spectrum as the engine moves or, you know, as the engine. Yeah. So with an electric motor building all this power, the CVT would be the one I that can I wouldn't be
0: surprised if Tesla's already dumping tons of resources into that.
1: Right. So, I, th- I mean, yeah, I think we'll be able to run them with CBTs. Yeah, I think that's totally right. Um,
2: and I, I think, yes, a return to quarter-mile because quarter-mile got boring because it was a quarter-mile and you barely get into 100 miles an hour and your car can go 210 or 205 or 187 and you want to stretch it out and experience that. So it, it could come back to the quarter-mile thing. But I think, I, I think the runway thing is definitely solidified because you can – I mean, where else can you sit with your foot on the floor for, like, 20 seconds and do, like, 110, 115, 120, and, like, really sit there and, like, experience that? And it's better as a spectator, too. Uh, Yeah, it is. The – but, I mean, Jason Connor got to
1: take the RS7 on one of those up to 152 or something like that. I mean – it, and that's just a stock car yeah. so having like a tuned 911 turbo that every shift it fucking yeah the, uh, half mile racing is pretty cool it's fun and it's done like it seems like these organizations like shift sector are really trying to do it safely and um, there was a Camaro that crashed at one at like over 200 and they, they walked away I mean it sucked the car was toast but, well
2: that's why they're doing a half mile now instead of a mile because standing mile like was quickly awesome and then quickly way too fast <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, all right, so we're going to jump over to – uh, those were the Patreon questions. I pimp the Patreon here. So if you w- like to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, we have stickers. We have T-shirts. We have some cool shit. Uh, and then I answer your questions first because you become a very special person. You and, all get uh, gold stars. Yeah, you all get gold stars. Um, so, they're, uh, yeah, go there and support us if you want to. But now we're going to move on to the Twitter questions. Brian Bennett, who's at DazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazDazD d-a-s-m-n-a power and acceleration with shitty cornering or down on power with great cornering um i would personally i like to corner so i would go down on power with great cornering because slow i I think it depends on where you live slow car fast good point like uh fiesta stock fiesta st stock fiesta st you can
0: hustle the shit out of that thing in the canyon that's a great it would be boring as fuck if i lived in texas
1: Yes, very true. That's true.
2: Well, if he's asking about cornering, you, you know, let's just assume there's corners, there's whatever, so yeah. i uh I cornering.
1: Living here in California, I prefer great cornering with less power if I had to choose, like, it had to be the one way or the mm-hmm. other. Yep. That's how it goes here. I,
0: I've way. had both kinds of cars. Cornering is more, drag racing gets boring.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Greg, I don't know how to pronounce your name, I'm going to fuck this up. Regier, at Greg, MLNR, 997.2 GT3. Or, and he put in parentheses, NSX slash Super TT or 300ZX TT. All my dream cars from high school, pricing would roughly be the same one versus three. Oh, he's saying the 997.2 GT3 or a garage with the NSX, the Super Twin Turbo, and the 300ZX Twin Turbo with storage not being an issue. So you want the Porsche or all three of those cars? I'd take all three of those cars. I'd like a little variety.
0: Um, Well, is it about enjoyment or is it about Long-term
2: feasibility because the Porsche is going to be worth more. Yeah, but let's just don't think of investment. Don't think of reliability.
1: It, this seems like it's I, I'm taking it as more of you like what? A, if it's your your garage I, to drive the right. cars. And I like if all those, three are those are your cars. only and,
0: and assuming those are your only cars, I think you take the Porsche just because it's more fun to drive than
2: the other ones.
1: I really love the NSX though. I love, love, love the NSX, and yeah. then I think a super would just be cool. I've never driven one, so there's a, a part of that. I would like
2: the variety, and then I have a front engine, rear wheel drive, which I would need. Yeah, the, so
1: yeah, I personally would pick the variety. I don't think it was Chris a wrong makes a good argument because the the nine nine seven point two GT three would be brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, it's it's better than all three of those cars. so You just have that. So, but I, I because the NSX is on that list, I'd take the uh, that uh, Matt Carhart Matt Carhart at Long DX Commuter. What would you rather have, Ford 302-powered Conquest TSI or an 80s Mustang SVO with a new EcoBoost engine? I still wish Zach's Mustang project came to fruition. Bowman. What happened to that? He sold his whole life and lives on the road now, so. Oh, I didn't that. know that. You didn't know that he sold everything, including his house. They bought a camper. I, and I did drive. not. He's got a attend. great
2: series on uh, on the, drive. On the, the like drive, documenting it. Really. Okay. It's like really – Something like writer. episode
0: 60. I should it's, have seen that because I know he Zach. Sold, and likes he likes <laughs> that. He yeah, sold you that. go that,
2: read that stuff. <laughs> he sold
0: his
1: house. They, 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 my know, my life is been very compartment. You should go oh, read yeah, this. This would be a good read. I mean,
2: it's going to be – His stuff reads quick, but it's like 12 episodes, and it's good. It's like
1: 60. Episodes. I did not know they did so, that. That um, was a big change. Yeah, they're all Holy they shit. are <laughs> they are quick reads. Yeah, that is like he's I think he's I don't even know where he is actually right now. Um he might be out he's west living. later. He's living. L B I N. Um another question from Matt. Other than the Citroen DS, what car is known for its other features rather than the engine? Um, RVs. <laughs> yeah, RV. <laughs> that there is an RV. Um, Any van? Yeah. Any van. Every
2: van. For sure. Uh, I'm trying to think. Volkswagen vans are known for their engines. The BMW
1: Z1 because it has those weird doors. Um, uh, the Amphicar, the Amphicar. It's a boat. uh Maybox. What, what cars are known for? Maybox for, yeah. Any, l- uh, ultra, any ultra luxury, luxury
0: car. car. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Lam- the Lamborghini LM12. Jeep Wranglers for
2: off road ability. Yeah. These uh, on Cube. It had that uh, fluffy doily on the <laughs> dashboard. The fluffy yes. doily
0: on the dashboard. Uh, the second, the, the 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 first of the modern Beatles with the stupid freaking flower holder in it. Right. The
1: uh, which there was the year for the Monte Carlo where the doors swivel or the seats swivel so you can get out like seventy three Monte Carlos. Awesome. The seats swivel. And it's
2: nice. Yeah, that's very cool. Th-
0: that's that was sponsored by insert your favorite beer brand here. Or yeah. old person. My grandfather would loved that shit. Um.
1: I mean, that's a good list. That was a pretty good list. What was the Aston (laughs) that had the
0: CRT screens in it? The what is it? The Aston that had the... Oh, the Lagonda. Yeah, the Lagonda. It was the Lagonda. Okay.
1: Um, Mike Roll, Mikey and SD, why haven't you ditched that shit plastic steering coupling for this flexible piece yet? I actually did, and it literally arrived today. So there you go. To answer your question, Gilberto's Taco Shop at Car Shirts. Do I need a limited slip differential, or is all-wheel drive better? Uh, limited slip is more fun if you're in California. What is it what? in? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a very broad question. But I'm assuming rear-wheel drive, limited slip versus all-wheel drive. That's what Do I'm Do I need assuming. a roof,
2: or should I live in Italy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, we need to rework that question. But I'm just going to say limited <laughs> slip just for, if you, for you if you
2: own any car that's not all-wheel drive, you should have a limited slip. And I think even like the S4 has a limited slip in the back because you still want that. Yeah, that's true. First Although McLaren
0: drive. will argue on uh-huh. that, too.
2: It's it's faster, but it's more fun with limited slip. Yes, yeah, you can uh, do more slidey, which another, is your priority number one. That's Yeah, sure.
1: exactly. Another question from Car Guy Shirt at Car Guy Shirts: Will the drift mode feature on a showroom-priced Focus RS help dealers sell regular old tail happy Mustangs out in the lot? I don't. Nope. I don't think so. I think it's two different buyers, so I don't see that. Um, yeah, I don't see it happening that way. Um, another question from them: Is nitrogen a ripoff for ten dollars per tire filled? I would I would say yeah. I mean, you're not at a, you're not well, a race oh, yeah. car yeah. looking for tenths of a second if on a they, track. If
0: they throw it in with a tire change, That's take different. it. But, or if you're at a dealership. On a
1: street
2: – also, in a street car, there's going to be no why fucking difference. You are, you are doing that just to tell people. No, who, no, no. no. Could, well, here's here's you're why. You're a
0: GTR owner. Here's the reason why. is because the tire pressure stays consistent and it doesn't leak out because nitrogen molecules are larger than oxygen molecules. So, in theory – Better fuel economy, safer, blah, 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 blah. If you get it free, then yes, they get it free. There's no reason they should be charging you for it. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. Now we're moving to today's Facebook questions. And, again, there's a lot of them. So I'm glad we cut the news out so that we could get to all of these. Um, starting from the bottom, from Cars and Cactus. Now we're here. Do you prefer Waze or Google Maps for navigation? I prefer Waze because it is essentially Google Maps with better traffic monitoring.
2: Neither. I have not liked Waze. Oh, I love Waze. I've had it, it. It's told me to go down an alley before. Like, I, I understand it's like shortest distance, but it's it, it doesn't. In w- it's not
1: shortest distance. It's fastest.
2: It. We, okay, but I sometimes, have, it's, sometimes it's less lucky. convenient because you're ha- like, down an alley with a yeah. bunch of bumps and a dumpster. Like, it's not. I've faster. never gone down an alley, but it
1: has the the and they're actually they've talked about fixing this. The time where it fucks you is when you're coming to an intersection. It's like make a left here, and it's like make a left on. Like some massively crowded right. street, and that's the only time it you. But they're yeah. also reworking that, I guess. I, but yeah, for I, someone who has to drive up in LA, it's say or home, it saved me so I've much. I've had time. the
0: same experience as Zach, where it has sent me through some crazy fucking routes that I've followed just for the shit of it as an experiment uh, in Southern Cal. actually, all throughout California. I've had much better luck with Apple Maps, actually. Oh, God. Not, I I, I've Maps. had
1: – Waze has got me to places. I've, I've trusted the crazy route, and it's gotten me to places so much faster. Mm-hmm. I love Waze. Big fan. And on the East Coast, it was actually – they were really good about um, um, speed traps because we don't really have speed traps here on the highway.
2: True. When I drove the 14 to 395 to Reno, and it – told me every time the speed limit drops which is a lot if you drive driven wow. there like yeah. Bishop every time you approach a town there it drops 10 right. miles an hour 10 miles an hour it goes from 65 to usually 25 within a few miles so it's and it's sort of a yeah. speed trap for yeah. sure so it's very good about that um, but I counter radars better but radar my radar doesn't tell me when the speed limit is dropping yeah, it, just, it just tells me they're shooting in not.
1: conjunction
2: yeah that's the I, I was talking to an Uber driver about this I think Whatever Navi uses is fine, but I always look at the route first before I hit go yes. and like see what they've done and maybe you modify it on your own a little bit. I always ahead. know
0: roughly which way I'm going.
2: Yeah, which is
0: I think the thing that a lot of people don't use. Like I know people that don't know their own way to work without using their GPS. Yeah, it's not good. Tanner
1: P V eight. P V. Uh, Farmer Boys or In-N-Out? I have no clue what Farmer Boys is, but it's In-N-Out. For I'm going to assume
0: it's an all-nude male nude review. Uh, <laughs> so, In-N-Out.
1: In-N-Out. No, I love fucking I love In-N-Out. I love fucking In-N-Out.
2: I think, I think In-N-Out <laughs> is totally a mediocre hamburger. Oh, you're so wrong. In the fast food world? Oh, I love okay, In-N-Out. Okay, fine. But if I like... Yeah, fast like food Like the burgers. counter versus In-N-Out? Oh, or well, like come on. I wonder guys, where I'd he's from. I, I've never even heard of it. I'd rather Boys. have
1: In-N-Out over... Um, uh five guys. I like it better than five guys. But yes, the counter, that's different. Um top three dream garage. Uh a tough tough, tough question, but I'm gonna go with uh uh sixty eight charger, a defender one ten double cab, and an E sixty three wagon. That's be that's my top that's my garage right there. I don't need a track car, I don't give a shit. I can take the wagon on the track.
2: Uh, that's so hard. That's, that's I'm gonna steal your answer with uh the Pro 2 Charger, because I need a trophy truck, but I also really like the Chargers. So boom, that cancels those two out. 575 mm-hmm. Marinello with a manual. Mm, good one. Do I need something normal? I have a truck. And this a Ford the, Flex. This is the
0: dream garage. This is not the <laughs> yeah, daily dream garage.
1: You're a rich fuck. It doesn't matter.
0: You've got you've got normal
2: stuff, you too. You've got a chopper on the roof. God <laughs> damn it.
0: Something.
2: Let's see. Oh, that's a good idea. Carrera GT,
0: idea. P1,
1: and, oh, a uh, – yeah, definitely a Pagani. Okay. Utility is not something you desire. You could rent a U-Haul if you need it.
0: No, that is what the pores are for. I hire the, the pours yeah. to no, carry you're right, things you're for right.
1: me. You're absolutely right. But, um, Patrick Palladino doesn't have a question, but he says – Bring, bring Blake back, Z Nation. I, Blake's great. He just doesn't live here. Um, he lives in Texas. Tanner, another question. Oh, he says I won't even ask about Wombat or Hoon Truck. That's funny. Um, Ross below, who always does these weird choices, Mallets LS2 uh, or LS7 Solstice or an LS2 or LS7 swapped and Simiata. So the V8 Solstice, the Mallet Solstice right. or the. Uh, um, LS miata. LS would
2: rather the miata just a I think I'd car. rather have the miata too I yeah. mean the
1: solstice is there's like a kind of a neat factor cuz you took I something would and
2: take and, it yeah. in the the
0: sky version of that car the Saturn yes I th- think that I it's been a long time since I've driven those cars but I remember liking those more than I liked the miata at the time
1: the solstice coupe was kind of cool the build I mean the build quality was garbage but the, it was kind of cool it, it was pretty good it's looking it's a good car, looking car but
0: yeah um, that well, the other thing is, is, it's a little bit bigger than the it's a little bit bigger than the Miata, so it probably handle the
2: power a little better. It probably would. I just don't. I remember I saw mouth car at SEMA. I just didn't want really like the the belt line was really high. The visibility yeah. seemed kind of. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, Eric Simpson, delicious questions. Okay, tacos or quesadillas? Uh, there's a place near me that does mini chimichangas that are fucking to die for, and I'd go with flautas over tacos or quesadillas. But if I had to choose, I'd probably go with tacos.
0: Taco. To go with an old comic pre- you know premise, all Mexican food is the same.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just a different wrapper. Um, cars and cactus. What are the benefits of a double wishbone front suspension?
2: Uh, Chris, you should probably do this. I think you
0: correct me. If... More consistent angles on the yeah. suspension, more or less. That is very strong.
1: Yep. Um, and when, light. And when light. electric cars become the norm, will driving purity still exist in any car? Um, I th- just think it'll be redefined, perhaps. I don't know. Do you, do, Tough do question. Did you
2: read Alex Roy's future Porsche mm-hmm. review? No. Was it good? Dude, it is one of the best things really? you'll read, read for the it. year. Okay. Uh, and it's amazing. It, um, what am I? I'm getting lost in my own thoughts. If you look at, like, electronic power steering, especially from Porsche, you know everyone thought it would numb everything, and for, like, a year it did, and now it's awesome. And you can tell what the fronters are doing and everything. Really?
0: There are multiple people that have gotten – electric steering really good the Ford electric steering is good yeah GM electric steering is good the Porsche steering is
2: really good yeah so I think they know that the market that is we want that stuff so they will always find a way to put it in there it will will probably evolve and you won't have the noise anymore but you're going to have fun stuff that reacts the way we've learned to react we will have crazy electric cars yeah we will have an electric
0: Mustang we'll have an electric Camaro. I think the next major McLaren supercar is going
1: to be all electric. Hmm. Um, Aaron Marquis Girl France, what's the best car with the worst interior? This is coming from a C5 Z06 owner. So that's on the list. Um, I, it's, for me, it's always been the Evo.
2: Oh, yeah. You're buying an engine. Evo 9 You're buying is a, a great car. car. You know, it's and funny. the, and I the said,
1: interior is fucking garbage. Pontiac yep.
2: Solstice, coupe. I thought the exterior of that car was like... Very beautiful. you look yeah. inside, I'm like, "What no, yeah. the?" It's a classically good looking. You could take the roof off and
1: then store it nowhere
2: in the car. True. I don't. But you know, I like convertibles. I don't need to take the roof off. Welded on. I'm but still you happy. You know so what? Coupe. It's a Targa. I oh, will. that's right. Because I don't take the roof off. So to me, <laughs> I will say coupe. something that's probably going to upset Jeff. NSX. Uh,
1: yeah, you're crazy. Uh, that <laughs> is perfectly fitting in with the time period. That's true. I think that uh, it's a lot of. There's a lot of honda bin parts
0: in that interior that i think they could have it would have been cool if they went a little upscale on that interior
1: okay I think for the time it's correct you can die and go to hell but <laughs> no, uh, no i'm not that into the nsx uh cody johnston would you rather sleep in a van down by the river or drive to wally world and the family truckster family Truckster, no question how
2: long go to sleep by the river i know well and is it a beautiful
1: river in colorado
2: i mean i mean dude they drove like 2,000 miles with no ac okay remember this is back then when ac didn't work yeah desert all that stuff I like road trips, though. With all the, with all the people that are crazy and Well, Jeff, he, didn't the he, say,
1: he doesn't say that people have to be in there.
2: I'd rather camp by the river.
1: Uh, Josh Ostrander, why doesn't the world talk about Michael Schumacher anymore? They literally did today because yes. of some shitty news, which sucked, that shouldn't have been needed to be reported, but that German magazine uh, fucked everything. It,
0: it's, I mean, the harsh reality is it's really hard to say much about a guy that's more or less a vegetable. Right.
1: Um, yeah. Greg Scantlebury, after your disappointment with the CT6, what are your expectations for the new Lincoln Continental? I actually think it's going to be great. I think Lincoln – and I know I'm alone in this. I think Lincoln is is flying under the radar and is, is slowly like, – I think the exterior of their cars looks great. The new sedan from them looks awesome. The interiors are gorgeous, and then they're doing stuff to, like, make their engines a little bit separate from Ford so that you're buying, you know, like, oh, it's got a, you know, a focus engine. It doesn't. Yeah. I think – I think that Continental could be a winner. I but think it's
0: absolutely ridiculous that both that both them and Cadillac are trying to differentiate their engines. Let the big corporate engines work because they work well.
1: Yeah, but the the buyer wants something a little bit more.
0: I guarantee you the average Cadillac buyer or Lincoln buyer has no fucking clue what's under the
1: hood. I bet the they Cadillac write. buyer does. The Lincoln buyer might not, but the Cadillac buyer I bet does. Cuz I buyer feel like Cadillac demo shit. I, I don't
0: think that they even care about the I think they want a number. I think if a CTS-V had 650 horsepower, they wouldn't care if it came from a team of 3200 gerbils on wheels <laughs> mm-hmm. or if
1: it was from an LS9. That's a fair I think point. you're right. That's per or that's LT4 a fair point. rather. Uh, Will, William Zimmerman if you had to pick a car under 30k to be an Uber driver in what would you choose uh, probably uh, honestly like how much is an Avalon because <laughs> Marty an how Uber driver Avalon? you want them to be comfortable uh, I don't know like Avalon's like 40
2: something yeah that's you true could,
1: what would I pick I don't know I don't know can
2: you get a Genesis to,
1: for that kind of money uh, a used one
2: oh a used one easy yeah, yeah a used the, one you can
1: buy surprisingly because they just used went Genesis the for G because like it's now the G80 yeah. And I don't know what it costs. I really
0: like that. I, mean, I think it probably starts at as a mid- used car. Like, if you want a used car, that's not a performance car, that's just right. comfortable and it's gonna be reliable as shit. You cannot beat a first generation Genesis. Oh, right now. Oh, see,
1: I would. I I don't love the first generation Genesis because the second gen just like wipes the floor with it.
0: Yes, but for a twelve thousand
1: dollar used car that's sure that, that's that comfortable. Sure, Oof. especially if you find a five liter. Um, yeah. So the uh, I don't I don't know what I would get to be an Uber driver. For under thirty k, I mean, I would get Mazda something. six, but that's not. I get be a that hybrid for
2: sure. Yeah, because you burn so much money. On that's gas. true. I would yeah. definitely do yeah. I yeah. get something boring for this job. Yeah, fucking, I would get you know I get a Camry hybrid because the new Civic would probably be more expensive than I need to spend, and it's got a ton of room and it's gonna work.
1: Or like a Focus hybrid too. It's like a little bit more exciting than the Camry hybrid. Um, favorite uh, Jeffrey Williams. Favorite road trip junk food. What do you grab at the convenience store when stopping for gas on a long drive? I get those. Uh, the yellow rock stars, the one that's, that are like lemonades, the rock star recoveries. But food wise, I mean, jerky is an easy go-to beef jerky, uh, especially I, if, you, if they have weird beef jerky. But I try to not eat as shitty. I, as I have
0: kind of a rule is that if I'm going to be in the car for six or
2: seven hours, I don't want my stomach to feel like shit.
1: Yeah, I have a pretty I have a luckily iron, iron, iron stomach. stomach. Yeah, I, I, I can, buy like
2: Quest protein bars, but I'm trying to get away Cliff from bars. Like, a Cliff uh, bars, uh, energy drinks see. and shit. So I buy multiple unsweetened iced teas and pretend that that will wake me up you just need like six and then you know arnold palmer that's about yeah yeah oh yeah but there's got sugar i can't do that i don't know there's no good option um
1: chris cavalieri will the questions from the last podcast be answered Uh, yeah they were uh cars (laughs) and cactus did you need to answer that never mind (laughs) Is refinement and sound deadening material ruining the enjoyment of otherwise lightweight, fun sports cars at reasonable speeds? Uh, not for people no. that don't like no. noise. I don't think so. the 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 ND Miata is more refined and has and, and it's lighter, lighter and it's better. It's I think it's great. Minus my little quibbles with it, I think it's great.
0: all the mainstream. Basically, not all of them, but a lot of the big mainstream cars that are out there have been getting lighter with more with more refinement. You can have both.
2: Yeah. Because like my so I had an NA and it was loud inside and it's like th- when you're driving fast and really connected to the car that's really fun and exciting and then when you've been doing that for 15 minutes to an hour to four hours it like it hurts your head. If you want it a sucks. worse Miata, you buy the Fiat version.
1: Yeah, uh, that's true. Chris Kohler, what's the best? Gated manual shift car you can buy for less than six figures. Thoughts on the revived Selena Seven? Favorite place to eat in HP? Uh, best gated manual shift car for less car. than six figures? I mean, if you R eight V ten
0: manual gated shifter. Well, did
1: could you could get it in the V ten right? or V eight rather? Yeah, I think because it was you V8 can't only. get the V ten for less than. So that's, I mean, that's the answer. That's absolutely yeah. the answer. Or Gallardo, um, six and one half dozen of the other. Yeah, but that the Audi. Fuck, that was so good. That gated shifter. Uh, where, where his other questions go? Um, oh, thoughts and Revive, Selena Seven? Good luck actually building them and selling them. You see the post Very on Jalopnik good luck. No. where they just ripped into the rendering of it. Oh, it was like the worst Photoshop picture ever. And apparently they released it in a, like a massive resolution, like fifteen thousand pixels. Yeah, um, and so you could so it made you could see the Photoshop stuff even worse. It's, I mean, I put as much
0: confidence oof. in sailing cars now as I do in Hennessy cars going yeah. forward. Sorry, John. Uh, um, I'd, I'd
2: say less because I've heard stories of sailing cars showing up for shootouts and they would have a team come in and they weren't making the power they're supposed to. Like like they were even smaller business. Actually, I guess – Well, I don't Hennessy cars out.
0: always worked. It's just a question of whether you're going to receive
2: them or not. Yeah. Yeah, just – I don't know. His, uh, uh,
1: his other question, favorite place, place to eat in Huntington Beach, sushi. It's Sushi on Fire on Main Street, but there's a place that's a small restaurant – uh, in a strip mall that it's on, a, it's like next to a plate against sports. You would never think there's a nice restaurant in there. It's called Black Trumpet, and it's fucking. I know you really delicious. love
0: that pizza place too. Pizza Lounge, yeah, yeah, pizza I like Lounge. Pizza Lounge.
1: Um, but like Black Trumpet is a, a hidden gem. It, that place is so effing good. Um, I bet you it's also on Urban Dictionary. Black Trumpet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody said uh, I was telling somebody about it the other day. Like, oh, is that a sister restaurant to the Rusty trombone um, Matt, matt's yeah, facing the other way. Matt, Elena. First off, more Clapman. He is a great addition to the show. But for the question, what will Not happen today. first? Matt finishes the Fox Body, or Zach will buy a new car, or the two hundredth podcast?
2: Oh man, that's funny. Uh, he, his car just had a. What was the problem he just had? Another problem. Uh Yeah, you got a corner balance, and that was fine. They got the steering column replaced, and that was good, yeah. and the wheel bearings are all fine now. And then – oh, yeah, and then it was running weird, so they have to bring it to the guy that dyno-tuned it before and find out why it's running weird. Oh, because – no, they did. It was a distributor. Yeah. He, he needs a new distributor. Oh, that's Which easy. Which
0: may mean you need to retune after that because yeah.
2: it probably yeah, wasn't but burning that's, efficiently. that's easy, though. That's, that, I mean, it is. Yeah. That's good. Now, there's been a lot of that's easy thrown at that car. Let well, us it this way. If that money
0: had been diverted elsewhere, he could have had a good chunk of a GT350R.
2: I would give my money to my cousin who works in mutual funds (laughs) and also securities.
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh, Answer questions forgotten by the previous podcast. In favor of those, Patreon 1%. We're doing both. Uh, Thoughts on high-quality malt liquor? Not a thing. Sorry. What's the most cringeworthy? I'm sure somebody makes some fancy one, but uh, not for me. Though I do like some I do like some maltiness in beer no question what's the most cringe-worthy vehicular thing a family member has done around you example my ex-father bought a 2007 Chrysler Sebring the unmitigated oh, gall um my parents had uh matching Ford Escort wagons like different colors but the same model um so that i mean that was kind of shitty um one. but uh, i mean they didn't know what they were doing at the time so somebody traded
0: a almost new CTS Newest generation for an MKZ.
1: Yowza. Oh, my brother put rims on an Avenger. That's and a sound system. So that was pretty bad. That's amazing. But then he wised up and bought like a, a twenty fourteen Chrysler three hundred with, with he didn't change the rims. He just did a light exhaust and that was it. I'm did like, he transplant the sound system? No, no, they sold it as that was fuck I tried to convince him. Like he was asking me like, What can I do to the engine? I'm like, Nothing. Do not do it. do not put any money into this car at all um left over from last week oh we already answered that one chris uh so thank you uh douglas robertson are winter tires a popular choice in america when the weather turns bad uh they should be and in some areas of the country they are but yes. most people think all wheel drive is jesus and, they, and mean they
0: think that all wheel all season tires are good garbage yes
1: with like some exception like some shocking exception
0: somebody that we all know and i can't remember who wrote it all-season tires equals no-season tires. Right. Maybe
1: right. it was Jack. It might, might have been be
0: Mark. Jack or Mark. I mean, I for-
2: always do – every year there's a test that comes out in every magazine that's like, look, here, let, try and defeat the myth again. Here's all-season car accelerating, all-season car braking, winter tire car accelerating, braking, and they'll do all-wheel drive versus front or rear, whatever you want. And, it's and it destroys glitters. it. It's not and then close. they do pickup trucks also, which have off-road tires. And people tend to think because it's got off-road it's tires. Because it's got knobs. It's good, right? Right? It's they got good. no weight in the back. And it's like hundreds and hundreds of feet. Right. It is ridiculous. Right.
1: And I, I have a, a set of all-seasons for one of my cars. But they're those those Michelin all-season, like the, the crazy, sporty. Pilot shits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So those ones are awesome. But that's it. But I wouldn't run them if i lived in a snowy community in the no winter. if you
0: have if you have a car that you need that just
1: right run those tires until they're dead then buy a cheap set of steelies high performance all seasons like actual real high performance all seasons are good for three seasons winter tires are good for the fourth season
2: mm-hmm. and yeah. they're awesome and it's a massive they're difference will get some blizzacks night and day and have it's your so mind fun.
1: blown uh, it's not even close. It's, it's different chemistry in the you tires. You can drive. You could daily a rear-wheel drive car with winter tires in the snow.
2: Mm-hmm. My uh, my dad's friend used to daily his SL 500 in Chicago. Fuck yeah, with snow tires on. Perfect. It. See, so they're not
1: a popular. And he wrote tires T Y R E S. So um, ah, so he's in a place that probably does it right. Right. So they, no, they they should be they should be more popular, um, but I don't think they are. All wheel drive four wheel drive and all seasons are unfortunately the norm.
0: Yes. If you live like in Minnesota or in new England, you probably have winter tires and an extra set of wheels. Yeah.
1: Um, but those are all the questions for this evening. Uh, that's, I think, that's, I mean, all of it for this evening. Uh, I already told you about Patreon. Zach, tell everybody where they can find you on uh, in, uh, social media.
2: Find me on Twitter at Zach Klapman, spelled Z-A-C-K-K-L-A-P-M-A-N. Where he is trying
1: to get noticed by at midnight, trying so hard every week.
2: Yeah, I'm like the nerd, like handing the girl the pencil she dropped, and she's just like, and runs away. Hashtag
1: at midnight. I read I read them, and you're like. I'd say 80% are pretty damn funny. Yep. That, <laughs> dude, I, I see him. Oh my god.
2: You get that slightly wrong.
0: Is it's it's not the uh it's where did this magic
1: pencil appear from? <laughs>
2: <laughs> a ghost handed me a pencil. Um
1: but, Chris, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh
0: as usual, you can find me at Hayes Data on Twitter, although I haven't been very active in the social medias. Uh, I've been a little busy. Uh, because of Shout Engine. Uh Shout. shout. shout it all out.
1: I haven't done that one Notice, while. I've
0: just given up at this point. I have done that one uh, Yeah, so you want a podcast? Go do it on ShoutEngine. We are we'll in the process of- we help you
2: get your podcast out. ShoutEngine.com. Come on. on. Yes. <laughs> Finally, Shout somebody came up with com. a second come verse on, on that. Uh, you hear that at midnight? I did that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's uh, at Zach Gladman. That's two Ks. That's
1: right. You know, the, uh, what's the host name? Of
0: that? The third one,
2: silent. What?
1: What's his name? Hardwick. Hardwick. Did you see the girl he's engaged to? She's married to. Oh, they got married? I thought they were engaged. They married yes. uh, the Hearst lady. Yes. Uh, Lydia Hearst. That's yes. right. Damn. Because he's doing well now. Oh, he was doing well well not, before that. Not that well. The that's billions. Hearst empire. <laughs> um, so First. for me, follow me on Twitter at Jay Glucker, on Ho- Instagram at Hooniverse Jeff. We also have at the real Hooniverse, which is just a Hooniverse account, which a bunch of people post to. Go to our YouTube channel and like us. Go to our Facebook page and like us there. Go to Hooniverse.com to read lots of great articles. And then go to iTunes to rate and review this podcast as well. And then also go to Patreon. Like I said, do it, do it now. Thank you. Uh, and that's episode 170. We'll see you next week. Remember, the goggles do nothing. Right. Uh, thanks, Chris. Thank you